Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters and best friends. Together, we share stories of especially kind humans doing especially kind things in hopes that these conversations motivate and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. When we're not speaking with an incredible guest, we'll speak directly from our hearts about what it means to us to be courageously kind. This week, we had the absolute honor of chatting with one of our dear friends, Christine Martinez. Christine has a beautiful faith story, and her story is just so remarkable, and we can't wait to share it with you. We were chatting with Christine a little while ago, and we just knew that we wanted her to come share her faith story, and I think she has just such a wonderful way of explaining things and telling stories. It was honestly such a joy to talk with her. So without further ado, here's Christine. So, Christine, could you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah, so, hi, um, I'm Christine Martinez. Um, I'm a very proud mom to, to lots of poodles. Um, <laughs> they are my, they're my outdoor adventure companions, and they're my kids with paws and tails. Um, we, do, we do all kinds of wonderful outdoor adventures together. Um, we love to hike, and we love to explore, and we love to swim. I, I also have been a really avid, avid student um, and teacher of history for over 40 years now. Um, I especially really, really love um, historical clothing and costuming um, from like England and, and the Americas and the Netherlands from like the early, like early contacts and colonization period. So like, you know, like 1600s approximately. And I have an amazing husband and we love to travel together you know, in kind of a segue, um, it's, it's one of the teachings of Islam, which is the faith tradition I, I follow. If you really, really want to know a person, take a journey with them. I love that. Yeah. So I guess we'll just jump right in with our questions. So let's dive right in. First, tell us a little bit about your faith, um, traditions, teachings, like basically your faith 101. So I'm a convert to Islam. I converted about 15 years ago or so officially, but I had been, I had been kind of unofficially practicing for a few years before that. You know, the, the most, like the most basic, basic, basic form of Islam is, um, is someone who says, la ilaha illallah, there is no God, but one God. And, and um, follow that up with Muhammad wa Rasulullah. So like, and Muhammad is one of the messengers of God. So like, that's the most basic. Anyone who says that is a Muslim, is considered a Muslim. Like that's all it takes to convert too. You say that in the presence of another Muslim and like, hooray. You know, so because that's the most basic form of it, um, Islam takes on so many forms. So, you know, I know I mentioned this to you in, um, you know, in a message, um, like I kind of feel funny coming here and talking about like Islam 101 because it's so vast. Yeah. Um, you know, there are over a billion Muslims in the world. And wherever you go, Islam takes on, you know, like very much like Christianity does, um, or Judaism does, like it, mm. it takes on like um, local flavor, local context. Yeah. Um, it blends really well with existing traditions, which I think is really beautiful. So, you know, we, we've practiced the basics of, you know, of regular prayer, you know, to build onto that, there's concept of like God consciousness. So um, like, whatever your actions are, try, try to make God, your focus in your life. So, um, so like before I signed in here, um, I, I very quickly said to myself, Bismillah in the name of God, Mm -hmm. you know, like God, you know, please, 
please help me say the right thing. <laughs> yeah, work through me. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's. I. I, th- I think it's good to help us keep our focus and keep our intentions good. You know, in Islam, your actions are are judged um, in part on your intentions. Like, are you trying to do the right thing? Mm-hmm. Like, are you trying? And if if you mess up in that, do you intend to do better the next time? Yeah. You know, so like just having the right intention is just part of it. Islam puts um, a very strong emphasis on social justice. And it has from like day one, um, you know, very, very strong emphasis on social justice, um, you know, on equality of peoples. Um, You know, one of our core tenets is, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter, you know, what your gender or, and this might be controversial, or your gender expression is, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you are equal in the, in the eyes and the heart of God. If you have great wealth, great resources, but your neighbor is struggling or suffering, it's on you to make sure that your neighbor's okay. Yeah. yeah. Any, you know, anybody who's watched, you know, the original version of Aladdin from the 90s might remember a line that I think has been cut out. Oh. <laughs> but a, um, a line in, in one of the songs in the marketplace where like they make some reference to like, like if you steal, we'll chop off your hands. <laughs> so there is like you know there there is there's is a ruling in Islam about like you know people who steal you know like you know should have their you know should have their hand cut off but what's ignored there is like there, there's this whole like okay why was this person stealing like if they were reduced to stealing because they were hungry and the community wasn't providing for them that's yeah. the community's fault yeah yeah so yeah, like why like why was this person who is a part of your community why was this person left you know to left to resort to theft in order to feed themselves their family so that's on you um you know if you know if you are stealing out of greed Mm -hmm. that's another thing yeah that makes a lot of sense you know we you know absolutely um monotheism is Mm -hmm. is core to islam you know we believe Mm -hmm. you know one god um Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean one god above all else you know Mm -hmm. for us god is like god is one god is oneness yeah that makes sense yeah, like we um, we can have an anthropomorphized idea of God, you know, like there like there are references in the Quran to like God's face or God's hands or whatever. But we're meant to understood that those are allegorical. Mm. God is beyond our concepts of you know even of gender. Um, yeah. You know, God God is beyond our concepts of gender. God is beyond our concepts of anthropomorphic form. You know, and any attempts to do that just helps us like helps our tiny human brains make sense of it yeah Yeah. you know what's crazy is this is only our second episode but I am hearing so many overlaps between the conversation we had (laughs) last week with Father Lizzie and this conversation too and you know one of our our motives I guess for doing this was to just find our commonalities and realize that we're not so different after all you know what I mean we all sort of believe in the same things and it's, it's just like coming through so many times we those commonalities. and you know and this is you know whenever I'm asked to talk about you know like misconceptions of Islam you know yeah. people usually want to talk about like the headscarf or yeah. terrorism mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and and I could talk about those forever but I feel like they've been like they've just been like talked and talked and talked about and the yeah. thing that I always want most people to understand is that we really like there the differences are surface like when when we when we say Allah we're not like Allah is is the Arabic word for God yeah and 
that's it. Like it's just the yeah. Arabic word for God. And we follow the same faith traditions and the same messengers as Jews and Christians do. Yeah. So like you put on and you will find stories of Jesus and Moses um, and, you know, and Joseph and Mary, there is an entire chapter in the Quran all about Mary, the mother of wow. Jesus. I didn't know <laughs> that. A rock star role model. And we love her. <laughs> I love that. I didn't know that. Oh that's yeah. Very interesting. I'm going to look yeah. that up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, I think that's what I want most people to know. Like really our differences are surface. You know, the other thing, you know, like who, like who is a Muslim? Like what does a Muslim, you know, look like or act like, you know, I think here in the States, most people think of Muslim and American as two separate things. Yeah. And mm. We're not. Muslims come from every country, from every ethnic background, um, of every age. Just, just like in Christianity, there are like mm. countless ways to follow and interpret. You know, it's, you'll find the same in Islam, you know, but at the end of the day, like, Muslims like we try really hard to be good neighbors and you know and we'll love to have you over for like you know a smorgasbord you know potluck or whatever <laughs> like come on yeah. over <laughs> you know we're, we're just you know we're just trying to live our best lives and do what's right for our families and our communities and you know and try you know try to remember and honor God in the process so. I love that that's awesome <laughs> if we all just lived by those principles I feel like Absolutely. the world would be such a better place you know and when I when I talk about surface differences I don't want to try to minimize them because I yeah. think it's important that we I think it's important that we do see each other's differences Absolutely. Um, and honor them and respect them and try to learn um yeah. you know to say like oh your belief on this or your practice on this is different from mine why do you approach it that way oh, yeah. that's interesting. I never considered that perspective or I never considered that, you know, important to honor those differences. Yeah. I love what you said that, you know, we can learn from other people's differences. Yeah. We don't have to always see everything the same way, but even if we just get a new perspective or just, you know, new information about something, it can help us grow in our own journeys. Oh yeah. And you don't have to agree with the way other people do things either. Like yeah. that's okay. Yeah. You know, you know, it's fine to say like, huh that's interesting it's it's fine to disagree but you know find a way to do it respectfully absolutely yeah yeah I love that so our next question is what does your faith mean to you for me Islam the best way I can describe it for me it's like um it's like a guidebook on mm. on how to be a good and decent human being in this world yeah uh I grew up in really chaotic circumstances mm. um, and I didn't always have steady, solid guiding principles in my yeah. life. And so um, faith was one of the things that provided that for me. So um, I grew up Catholic mm. and I still love, love and respect the Catholic church. You know, for me, it's like my hometown. I, you know, yeah. I, I love it. I'm grateful that I grew up there, um, but I really struggled with the Trinity I still do. I, I, st I still try. Like, I still really try to dig in and understand it. It's the thing I still struggle with. And, you know, Islam, like, be because, because it's the same faith traditions and it's the same one God, you know, kind of taking out the concept of the Trinity. So, like, we, mm -hmm. still, we still love Jesus. We mm -hmm. love him. He is, he is in the Quran. We are, we, we have to follow his example. But in Islam, the difference is... Um, we respect him as a messenger of God rather than being divine himself. And, you know, so for me, you know, both, 
both the Catholic church when I was a child and Islam now as an adult, it helps give me that guide on how to be a good person and how to connect to the world around me and how to connect to the divine in a way that is balanced. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Islam is uh, Islam is called the middle path, um, you know, because it, it really cautions against extremism. M-M. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but also, you know, also being too black in anything. So, you know, like you, you want, you want to follow a middle path, you know, and, you know, having, having that idea of God consciousness um, helps yeah. me, helps me approach, you know, even when I'm, even when I'm dealing with a difficult situation, say I'm dealing with a really challenging customer work. If, if I can just like take a deep breath and do my best to say like, okay, if this person is upset about something, they're not upset. They're not upset about me. I'm just yeah. the sounding for it. Yeah. You know, help me, help me recognize the child of God that they are mm. and help me, you know, like help me find the best way to, you know, to handle the situation lovingly and with patience and with the compassion and charity that this person deserves as a child of God. I love that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Oh, I love that. I love that. And, you know, and even like, even when I'm out hiking in the woods or whatever, a, a couple of days ago, um, we were hiking along a lake and there was some land that was still really mucky. And I ended up like calf deep in muck. Oh, oh no. And, you know, I like, I could have been really, really annoyed at it. And I could have, yeah. you, know, like, you know, like started swearing and everything. But instead yeah. I laughed and I said, <laughs> alhamdulillah, like alhamdulillah, all praises be to God. Because, uh-huh. you know, I was, I was able to recognize like, okay, like this, this part of the earth is still, is still bouncing back from the winter. And that part of the earth is going to have really good um, soil content. And I know that that's where blueberries grow. So I know that like later in the summer, that ground is going to produce really nice blueberries, you know, so I could step back and instead of being upset, I could say, Alhamdulillah, all praise be to God. I love that. That is just, it's like so insightful and then finding joy in a moment that like wasn't necessarily joyful, but just, gosh, I I love that. I love that. We should all do that more. Like find those moments of joy in our day. It's hard to do. Yeah. I don't have that mindset all the time, but I try. So Tell us a little bit about like your conversion story. You know, you converted to Islam, you were, you grew up Catholic. I feel like your story is really, really interesting. So tell us just a little bit about how you found a religion that really worked for you. You know, like I said, I, I really struggled with the concept of the Trinity. Mm. Um, you know, so I, um, I, I really explored a lot, a lot of faith traditions, um, mm you know, like some, like some of uh, my mom's friends, um, you know, follow like more earth-based magic, you know, like earth-based mm-hmm. magic and really do, you know, I really explored those and found a lot of beauty in it. Um, I have Quaker ancestors and, mm-hmm. you know, really connected with a lot of, you know, with a lot of their teachings, but, you know, ultimately I knew, you know, I knew that I couldn't commit to, um, you know, to some of like the basic core tenets. Yeah of it. And, you know, I was just kind of adrift for a while, but, um, in the early two thousands, um, I heard a radio program with, um, where they were, they, they were reading the poetry of 13th century, um, um, it, Sufi Islam poets. So like Rumi is the most famous. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there was something about that message of, um, like Rumi was like a hardcore scholar, like, mm-hmm. like people know him today as just being like this incredibly ecstatic mystic, poet but he was a hardcore scholar like he knew his stuff 
Yeah. And that's really valuable to me. Like I love, yeah. I love spirituality. I love connecting to, you know, all kinds of, but man, you better bring, like, you better bring your documents. Like I, like, <laughs> yeah, I very much feel in like facts. Yeah. Um, but there was, there was something about the blend of, um, of just sheer, like sheer joy in, in, in seemingly mundane thing combined with like, like good, solid, like scholarship, um, that just really like, boom, like just, it got me. Yeah. Um, so like, I started like reading up as much as I could about the Sufis. And I remember thinking like, wow, I should be a Sufi. Like, this is it. I found my home. I found my home. I should be a Sufi. But then I was like, but I don't want to be Muslim. <laughs> Um, so I went, um, I went and talked to like, like I, I was in grad school at the time. So I went and talked to, um, the local, um, Muslim students association in grad school. And they were like the most amazing, kind and generous and loving people. Oh. Like just, um, it was around the time, um, of hurricane Katrina, I think. And I, like, I was doing some interfaith work with, uh, with charities connected with, um, interfaith communities down in Louisiana and like the students at the at the Muslim Students Association like didn't even like delve into like super details they're like oh you're doing this charity work and they like here take this $20 bill here what do you need here do you need help mailing things and I was so blown away yeah and and like the more I got to know them the more I got to know like oh that's like Islam 101 it's like you you help people in need like 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 charity is key you know, like charity is key. Social justice is key. Like, like, does your neighbor need something? Then you help your neighbor out, you know, whether yeah. your neighbor, literally the person next door to you or like, you know, or your friends down in Louisiana who like were battered by a hurricane. Yeah. The more, you know, the more I studied, the more I learned, the more I just, I felt at home. Like, I just felt like, yeah, like this, like this makes sense to me. This is where I belong. The, uh, the imam, our faith leaders are called imams. So they're like, you know, like reverends or priests or rabbis. Mm-hmm. He, he was like me, like hardcore, like super nerdy scholar, want like brought the facts, like had, had been to like pretty much the equivalent of the Harvard of Egypt and the Middle wow. East. And so he was like super nerdy. And so like, we could like sit and like talk like picky details forever. And he was also someone who could like look at the first dandelion weeds coming up and go, alhamdulillah. Like, look oh. at this beauty. You know, oh, we're like, I love that. Like most people see dandelion, you know, dandelions and be like, oh, we, you know, like he could yeah. look at them. So it's it was so just, it, it was home. Like it was home. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I love that. I love hearing people's conversion stories. Both of our parents converted. Yeah. And I think it's just so special when you, you don't pick a religion, but the religion kind of finds you, you know? Yeah. I just love hearing those stories. They're so special. Yeah. Liz, I love that. I, I <laughs> never thought of it that way, but Liz, I love that. <laughs> I, just, I just love hearing. I just love hearing it. I think it's so special. So I guess to sort of sum things up, what would you like to leave our listeners with today? You know, this kind of goes along with a major theme of, of your of your podcast and your own social justice work. And that is, you know, Muslims aren't that different. If you have questions, ask us. Like, yeah. okay. like you can ask us, um, you know, like if you have, like if you have Muslim neighbors or Muslim community members, like they're your neighbors and community members, you know? And it's, it's like, it's okay to, to ask questions. And you know what, like, don't be afraid to like invite them over for, you know, tea or, you know, 
a potluck or something like that, you know, like just get to like get to know us. Um, you know, I think I think so many of the vast misconceptions that we have stems from the basic fallacy that there's Americans and then there's Muslims. Mm. And we fail to realize that there are people like me who are American Muslims. And yeah. I I am not an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Like there's so, so, so many of us. We're we're your friends, we're your coworkers, we're your neighbors. Invite us out for ice cream sometime. I know, I know maybe <laughs> open. You, know, you don't have people over your house, but like the ice cream parlors are open. Invite yeah. us like sometime. We love ice cream. I know? love it. I and love just, it like, so much. Get to know us. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. yeah I and- love that. Christine, thank you so, so much for chatting with us today. We're so grateful for you and for no, you know, this is so mutual. Like I, I really like blushed hard when you guys were like, Oh, come do the podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> no, we love it. We love right. you so and then much. I was like, I actually have to learn how to use zoom now. <laughs> <laughs> you did a fabulous job. You did great. You did it. And now you can say that you've done it. Oh, uh, well, again, yeah. thank you so, 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 oh, so much. Thank you both. And, and as always, thank you for the incredible work that you do. And oh. thank you. Thank you for your loving hearts. You know, in, in Islam, you know, in Islam, um, there's a saying that like the simplest form of charity is a smile. Oh. Charity isn't just like financial. Yeah. Um, charity is also in, you know, like are like, are you using of your time and your resources and your gifts in a way that is loving? Yeah. For so thank you for living that principle. Thank you both for living those principles. So. Oh. Oh my God. Thank you for such sweet words. I can't, I can't thank you enough. This has been so wonderful and we'll let you get back to enjoying your Sunday, but thank you so much for coming and speaking with us today. It was so fun. Right. I love you ladies. And we love you too. So, salamu alaikum. May peace be with you. Um, Uh, Yay. (laughs) Right back at your girlfriend. We love you. Bye. This week, we had the absolute honor of chatting with one of our dear friends, Christine Martinez. Christine has a beautiful faith story, and her story is just so remarkable, and we can't wait to share it with you. We were chatting with Christine a little while ago, and we just knew that we wanted her to come share her faith story, and I think she has just such a wonderful way of explaining things and telling stories. It was honestly such a joy to talk with her. So without further ado, here's Christine. We'd like to give a huge thank you to Annawaltz Landscape Contracting for their support of Courageously Kind. Annawaltz is a family-owned landscape contracting company in Berks County that has served Pennsylvania for over 35 years. If you're ready to get your landscaping project started, visit annawaltzlandscape.com or call 610-916-7070. Annawaltz Landscape Contracting, beautifying Pennsylvania one yard at a time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, or anyone you think might like it too. And if you want to support the show, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Or check out our merch store at CourageouslyKind.org. Take good care, and we'll see you back here real soon.